Dobrodan from Keswick Village. This is the Rorschach Serbia update from the 16th of November, 2022. A quick summary of what's going down in Serbia. On Thursday the 10th, Kosovo's Central Election Commission replaced the 10 MPs from the Belgrade-backed Serbian List party just a week after they resigned their seats. Recall that these MPs resigned because they claimed that EU-mediated agreements reached in the Belgrade and Pristina dialogue in Brussels were being violated. Moreover, mayors of Serb-majority municipalities in the north of Kosovo, councillors, judges, prosecutors, judicial staff, and Serb police officers all quit their jobs en masse on Saturday the 12th. Even though the situation remains tense on the ground, both Kosovo and Serbia leaders, Alibin Kurti and Aleksandr Vucic, have traveled to France to participate in the Paris Peace Forum. Joseph Borrell, the European Union High Representative, said he will hold separate meetings with Kurti and Vucic in Paris in an attempt to help Serbia and Kosovo to de-escalate. Since we mentioned the resignation of mayors, on Monday the 14th, Vyosa Osmani, the president of Kosovo, announced emergency elections for mayors in four municipalities in the north, where the Serbian population predominates, for the 18th of December. International partners will be asked to monitor the election process, while Kosovo's security institutions will take all the necessary measures so that citizens, regardless of their ethnicity, can feel safe and exercise their right to vote. Still, the EU is working on calming the tensions between Kosovo and Serbia. On Wednesday the 9th, the media network specialized in EU policies, Euractiv, published a document identified as a German-French plan to resolve the dispute between Serbia and Kosovo. According to the document, Kosovo and Serbia will lead joint aspirations towards EU membership. The published plan has a total of nine recommendations where, among other things, it is emphasized that both countries will resolve all mutual disputes, quote, exclusively by peaceful means and will refrain from threats or use of force, end quote. Before the document was published, officials in Belgrade and Pristina were already disagreeing with the content. However, to their surprise, the document did not include what they were criticizing. Glauk Konjuvca, chairman of the Assembly of Kosovo, said that Kosovo would favor the Franco-German plan, as the document entails that Serbia will give up its claims on Kosovo, with backing from, quote, the most powerful European countries as well as the USA. Let's move on to some internal affairs. Milos Pavlovic, who is the head of the committee group of the People's Party in Parliament, said on Monday the 14th that the mayor, Alexander Šapić, could no longer keep his position because he committed several criminal acts and thus showed that he is unworthy of the position. A group of 39 councillors, including members of the People's Party, submitted a request for a special session of the Belgrade Assembly to discuss the removal of Šapić. Pavlovich stated that Šapić committed many criminal acts and that he has been charged with illegal construction and violation of the law on legalization of buildings. Speaking of crimes, Serdjan Jaldić, a member of a criminal organization, the Janissaries, or Janicari, who has been granted protected witness status, told the special court section for organized crime on Tuesday the 8th that the Janissaries were planning to assassinate Vucic following his, quote, declared war against the mafia, end quote. While Lalic was giving his statement, Veliko Belivuk, the leader of the Janissaries, laughed the entire time. 
Prime Minister Anna Branovich wrote on a Twitter post that Lalich's testimony in court clearly proves that the Belivuk crime clan was prepared to replace the democratically elected authorities in Serbia and added that Vucic was their biggest opponent. At a press conference on Wednesday the 9th, the president said that the security services knew who were involved in the assassination plot. He was supposed to be murdered while unveiling a monument in central Belgrade on January of 2021, but he had refused to wear a bulletproof vest. In some news about the economy, Dr. Virolub Dugalic, a professor at the Faculty of Economics in Belgrade, was a guest on the Uranak TV show in which he explained the current inflation trends in Serbia, but also talked about the decision of National Bank of Serbia to increase the benchmark interest rates to 4.5%. Regarding the interest rates, he said that it is difficult to say how high they can go because no one knows how high the inflation will be. He added that the interest rates increased because inflation has become a major problem globally. Dugalic also noted how food manufacturers were taking advantage of the current situation and were increasing the prices of their products, which, in turn, led to the overall increase in all market prices. The Russian state channel Russia Today, or RT, will soon open a newsroom in Belgrade and will broadcast the channel in Serbian. RT, as a media controlled by the Kremlin and financed from Russia's state budget, has been banned from broadcasting in the European Union since March 2022 because it has been labeled as a key spreader of Russian propaganda and is the target of a broad package of sanctions against Russia for its invasion of Ukraine. This news was announced on Sunday the 13th by Sputnik, a media outlet that is also under European sanctions for spreading Russian propaganda. Vladimir Bilcic, a member of the European Parliament, wrote on Twitter that the launch of RT in Serbia is contrary to European foreign policy. He said that Serbia should not be a disinformation hub for the Kremlin. In other news, the Union of Communist Youth of Yugoslavia, or SKOI, announced that the neo-Nazi skinhead network Blood and Honor, which operates in Serbia under the guise of Club 28, plans to hold a festival of neo-Nazi bands from the 17th to the 19th of November in Belgrade. According to Skoy's statement, the neo-Nazis intend to hold their, quote, festival in secret, and hundreds of Nazi skinheads and other white racists from all over Europe and the United States will gather. The Skoy called on the authorities to immediately ban the neo-Nazi concert and the entry of fascists from Europe and the USA into the country. Now, on to some health updates. About 3,000 COVID-19 cases were confirmed and around 20 people have died this week. Compared to last week, the mortality rate has dropped by 50%. On another note, Melitza Kurkvenyakov, an LGBTQ plus and feminist activist that runs a TikTok account, did an interview with a media outlet, Burn, on Saturday the 10th. She pointed out that TikTok made the LGBT community more visible in Serbia because there is no such visibility in traditional media. However, she said that there is a downside to this extended visibility. Through her TikTok page, she also gets more hate, verbal attacks, and threats. Sometimes, the LGBT community merely receives insults, but she says she has received multiple murder threats. She added that she reported them to the police, but they didn't do anything. According to Malitza, this implies that LGBT rights are not improving in Serbia, especially in terms of the legal framework that should protect these people. Moving on, on Sunday the 13th, more than a thousand people gathered in front of the Serbian presidential building for the People Against Poisoners protest organized by the NGO EcoGuard, 
in cooperation with environmental activists from many cities. They protested against the poor air quality in the country. According to the data presented by the activists, not only the air, but also the soil and water are polluted. The organizers called on the authorities to urgently improve the environmental protection. Every year, 6,600 people die because of air pollution in Serbia, while it is estimated that more than half a million Europeans die earlier for the same reason, according to data from the World Health Organization. But for some good ecological news, as a part of the afforestation campaign Serbia Plants, the planting of 26,000 seedlings began in the area of the Danube-Tisa-Danube hydrosystem canal in the village of Malinca on Sunday the 13th. Vladimir Galic, the provincial secretary for agriculture, water management, and forestry, said that only 1% of the area between Zinranjen and Kikinda is forested, while Serdjan Kruzevic, the director of waters of Vojvodina, a public water management company of the Novi Sad, said that compared to previous years, double the amount of seeds will be planted. And that's it for this week. The consensus seems to be Mastodon for people leaving Twitter, and some even Facebook as well. Mastodon has no ads and no algorithms, but you need to pick a server or subdomain. Which ones have you chosen? Thoughts about that? How has your experience been? Anything else social media related, let us know at podcast at Rorschach.com. Todalien yeg zbogum!